Reduce. Reuse. Hello, humans, and welcome back to another episode of the Pickety Podcast. You already know it's Nat. And it's Jonathan. <laughs> She's totally mocking me. <laughs> welcome back to another week of the podcast, y'all. Hope your week was good. Hope y'all are staying safe and healthy and your families are good. Today is American Thanksgiving. So... Well, the day we're recording is American Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners out there. And we hope you do some education on what the fuck Thanksgiving is about, because when I learned about the realness of it, it's fucking crazy. So, I'm going to celebrate it, but y'all should do your research and get yourself educated. Friendsgiving, families giving, Thanksgiving to your friends and family, not to other tings, all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Have you heard that loud stomp in the background? It was a ghost. Um, Ooh, spooky. Hang <laughs> 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 um, Anyways, so uh, before we get into uh, our episode today, just wanted to do some housekeeping and actually some follow-up from our previous episode. So if you haven't done so yet, remember to give us a follow on Instagram at Reduced Reuse Repost Podcast and give us a follow on Spotify. Oh my god, I almost said that wrong. <laughs> Get a little nervous. <laughs> give us a follow on Spotify. And of course, give us a like and a rating if you like this podcast on Apple Music. Um, but yeah, that's it for that. Um, so we just wanted to actually do some um, a follow-up from our previous episode about fast fashion slash sustainability. So um, I think Matt and I both agree that in our last episode, we kind of got, it kind of became a clusterfuck is what she called it, uh, mm-hmm. of like sustainability and like fast fashion. I think because we both um, are not fully 100% educated in both topics, but because we know about a little bit of each, we kind of just threw everything in there. Um, and we did get some feedback from our listeners and that they feel like we should, we, uh, yeah, we should do a little bit more about the topic just because um, it is a very long topic that um, we didn't really give it its justice just for one episode um, specifically because we wanted to talk about fast fashion but we kind of bled into sustainability Um, of course they go hand in hand but I think it's um, better if we were able to kind of give both of it its spotlight Um, so yeah that's that's what I have to say about uh, what we got feedback on from the last episode. Is there anything else that I missed, Matt? Um, well, no, like, the feedback is always great. Like we said, the, the premise of this entire podcast is to have an open conversation about any of these topics that are important to either myself, Janice, to both of us, or any of you guys out there, right? Like, we appreciate any type of feedback that comes in, except for all the haters. We don't got any haters mm-hmm. yet, but, you know, but if you're out there, you silently hating, you better stay silent, right? <laughs> I don't want to see none of y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, like, yeah, yeah, like, if you have something to say, say it to my freaking face because I'm going to fucking deal with it. I, yo, I don't care. Don't fight Janice, man. She's scary. When you fight her one time, we were outside a club. Oh. She was going to fight me. some bitch. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> just exposed her anyways yeah like feedback is always appreciated and of course uh we do take things with a grain of salt so uh like jana said we are going to be spending more time doing research ourselves and uh further educating ourselves on the topic of sustainability 
Um, and again, by no means are we preaching that what we are doing is enough or what we are doing uh, is correct. This is more of um, maybe like us, a log. A I would log say of us just like I would say it's us shedding light on what we know about and how this gives perspective to those who are either very fully educated or knows a bit more than us um, to understand that, you know, there could be more resources out there that we could also look into to fully educate ourselves and just kind of understand it more. We're just kind of sharing our take. And I think the important thing, um, if some of you haven't really gotten that from our previous episode, is that we wanted to shed light on the idea of fast fashion because we ourselves are very guilty of it. Um, And personally, for me, I haven't really learned about it um, until I spoke more about it with Nat and my boyfriend, who are very, very, very um, connected in the fashion community. And they kind of gave me more of a perspective as to what fast fashion is and kind of how it works. So for me to say that I am 100% knowledgeable in the topic is incorrect, but I did want to talk about it just because um, I know it's something really important. And I think that even if we don't know the whole equation if we give a fraction of it I think it's still important um, for people to know out there Um, and for fast fashion like I said not fully educated on it personally but um, as a business owner actually me and my friend are starting up a project um, and we're starting our own business so we've been doing a lot of research on you know packaging and how we can make an effort to be more of a sustainable and um, an, uh, an environmentally friendly company and that's kind of where my experience came from when I was speaking from the previous episode is that um, it is very costly. It is very costly to be eco-friendly. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying um, when you are doing your margins and when you're calculating your profits and revenue, um, you kind of see where all your money is going into. And obviously not every business owner, you know, people who started businesses years, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, that really wasn't on the top of their mind. Um, and I do notice that the economy nowadays, especially with small to medium-sized businesses, they are doing quite a bit of an effort to be more socially conscious about um, keeping their uh, economic footprint small. So um, that's kind of where I was speaking on in terms of like what I know, but um, that's kind of where I tied into why it's costly and how um, to get the whole um, economy or like the society we are in now which is very capitalistic um to kind of go backwards on everything is where I speak on how it is not the most feasible and budget-friendly um option for everyone and that's kind of where um I kind of ranted a lot about in the previous episode but in no way am um, am I saying that you know that's that's like you know that's all that's all there is to it you know that's what you need to know um I always advocate for more education and I think that it doesn't start, it doesn't start like um, at a specific time. I feel like it's something that you always need to keep yourself educated about. Like just because you're done school, you're done everything, whatever, um, you still have to keep yourself uh, very educated and socially responsible for making sure you know you're updated with the news, updated with everything. Um, to turn a blind eye on stuff, um, I would say is something that um, I used to do just because I was lazy. I didn't really want to uh, make the effort in doing that so kind of tying in with my old habits and being a, a new time small business owner and kind of everything that I'm kind of putting together from what I learned in school from that and my friends it kind of just became a clusterfuck of that from the previous episode 
That, but, was, that was all of us though truly yeah like we just it was we, we were way in over our heads we were like wow fast fashion and then all of a sudden obviously the first thing you think about with fast fashion is sustainability mm-hmm. right and yeah and I think no in no way is Nat and I trying to say that you know we are claiming ourselves as sustainability queens and we are doing everything Hell no. yeah like I am not I, a sustainable queen yeah and I think um you know it's 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 just a huge lifestyle change. And as you grow older, um, you start to realize that there are a lot of things that you can slowly adjust to try to make your economical footprint smaller, right? Like eating less meat. I didn't know that until like what? True. I think like grade 12, but I don't think I really made a social uh, a conscious to do something about it until like what the past couple of years where I try to eat like meals without like meat because coming from an Asian household, honestly, all you eat is meat. <laughs> Yeah, right unless so, you're like buddhist yes exactly but anyways <laughs> i don't want to go deep into that um yeah um so today uh, you want to take, take it away Nat? yeah so today essentially just bouncing off of janice's ideas we're going to be talking more in depth about the relationship between sustainability and fast fashion or just things in the fashion world right mm-hmm. um obviously when you're looking at the two beside each other, it don't look great. It don't look great. Like mm-hmm. anything and everywhere that you purchase from right now, there are going to be secrets unless it's a full transparent, like the company has full transparency. And by full transparency, I mean they show you exactly uh, where the workers work, the yes. facilities that they work at, whether or not like their contracts or whether or not they uh, are paid a fair wage they have benefits you know all this like healthcare, all that type of stuff like that I mean full transparency yeah you cannot fully like there's so many companies out there nowadays that say they're ethical but you cannot say that you fully are like or you can't trust that rather unless they say or they show you all these things right and yeah there's just there's so much to dive into but kind of just bouncing off what we were speaking on before um we only touched, we only like grazed the surface. We really, like the only thing I believe yeah. we really talked about last, last week was um, packaging. <laughs> yeah. That's all I really remember. Cause um, being in the fashion uh, or working in the fashion industry, uh, like Janice mentioned, like myself. Um, and our we, experiences. Yeah, yeah. And our experiences, like I come from it, like eight plus years of working in retail, like as in just like retail stores, right? Like, front end, back end, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. a lot of where, at least I found after like self-reflection um, of where Janice and I were come from in the previous episode came from a very business mindset, mm-hmm. right? And the, and the difference between the fast fashion model and the sustainability model is that they're both on different foundations. Mm-hmm. There's one that's on business and profit and there's one that's literally on science and saving the planet and, you know, actually yeah. having that with no profit like it's not like sustainability is not profitable. It's profitable in the long run in the sense where we keep our earth greener, healthier, happier for longer. Yeah. Right. And this is model that fast fashion works on is clearly just for the shmoneys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it's for. Yeah. Um, and then before I guess before um Nat kind of dives a little bit deeper into um like ideas sustainability and like um some research that we did um if 
if some of you don't know what the actual definition of sustainability means, it's being able to meet your own needs without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. So pretty much kind of like what Matt said, building a sustainable model where you're not just meeting the demands of society in order to compromise, you know, our natural resources and, you know, going above and beyond to deplete what we have, right? Obviously, speaking of the economy we live in now, the business models have changed, right? Like Zara, wow. where they're meeting demands, you know, their supply yeah. and demand has changed. Their their supply is strictly just feeding like the, the huge demand. In demand. <laughs> and like yeah. nothing else matters. Right. And that's how they're able yeah. to turn around things really quickly. But getting things at a faster pace also means you're spending you're you're um, contributing more waste. Right. Yeah. And um yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. And like, I just want to put out there that sustainability isn't just simply making a choice to change. It definitely, that's like a huge part of it. But I think what a lot of people, um, actually, I can't say that. I don't really know what y'all think out there. But like, <laughs> at least like when, when I was doing my research and just listening to people talk about sustainability or just looking at how uh, companies put themselves as sustainability or just like put that kind of seal of approval saying that I'm sustainable or ethical or whatever. It's like, you don't like there's so many other things that go into a sustainable model right like mm -hmm. the first thing you think about when you when you want to be sustainable is the difference between the needs and the wants of someone right it's all about consumer mm -hmm. behavior that's mm -hmm. what everyone wants to talk about is mm -hmm. oh well if you consume less you will be more sustainable that is true that is very mm -hmm. true that's a hundred percent without a doubt and i will say this again a hundred percent without a doubt if you want to be sustainable consume less whether it be your internet, this, this recording, this video call that I'm doing with Janice over like the internet right now, it's at the cost of something. It is at the cost of everything you do is at the cost of something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me just clarify. So I don't know if this call that I'm doing with Janice right now, is that going to cost $25 a minute? Who knows? Because the internet from my computer to go to some like huge database internet, like hub in Canada somewhere is like running through here and it's costing shmoneys. Yeah. So is this conversation sustainable? Probably not. Do I need this for like human necessity, five basic needs? Probably, Probably not. not. Right? Like this is, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm dumbing it down to the point where it's like, you know, you need food, you need water, shelter, clothing, and air. I think the fifth yeah. one is air. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. But, and that's what but, I mean. Like it's all about consumer behavior. And I think like also even understanding consumer behavior, it's also like, um, the five, like you said, the five basic human needs of all the things that we need, but we don't really live in a place now where we follow the traditional needs of a society or of, of a human, of a human being. Yeah. Okay, like if you really think about it, this is coming from a person who's in sales or was in sales. Half of the shit that I sold, you didn't fucking need. It was just me <laughs> so trying true. to, it was me being throwing you into a shark tank where we're just stealing your money left and right. We're finding all these meanings of why we should take your money. And if we're, if as a sales associate, you are only successful if you're able to make someone believe that they need this expensive ass $2,000 iPhone. Like it's my job. It's my job to sell you on that. I am not a successful sales. If I don't sell you on the fact that this phone, you fucking need it. Why do you need to uh, put 
show the government your face or show uh, the, the iPhone, you know, your, your, your face data. Why do you need to share your Google data with a bunch of rich people who manage all that data in wherever? Uh, and also, like, why do you need a phone that is able to count your steps? I don't know. Like, half the shit, like, you don't need, but we are able to create the idea that you need it. And that is how this fucking economy works and how it's thriving, how e-commerce is thriving, how all that shit is thriving. And I think what, um, I think we're at a point where um, our gas is on the pedal and it's going at like 300 miles per hour. And for us to kind of back down is unrealistic in a sense where it's not going to happen overnight. It's not probably, it's probably not going to happen until we're dead way beyond that, you know? And I'm not saying that, you shouldn't do anything because, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a waste anyways. I think that educating yourself on a fraction of what sustainability is, is already your efforts in trying to get to a place where you're making more conscious decisions. But for me to say that it's, um, it's affordable, accessible, and feasible for everyone is, like, not realistic at all. Because, uh, obviously, we don't live in a society where everyone is equal. Okay, like the rich don't get richer, you know, so. And that has proven in this pandemic that the rich has gotten richer and the poor yep. has gotten poorer. So, yep. I don't, like, I don't know. What options just, are you just, left with? What options like, are you yeah. left with, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, Amazon it's, it's, is a this prime is just, example of like, yeah, this do is, you yeah. need a water bottle tomorrow morning at 10 a.m.? fucking don't i like who's going to the gym use your hands a necessity use your hands to cup the water and drink it exactly use an old water (laughs) bottle use a bucket you know (laughs) okay i feel like we're just being petty at this point but anyways like it's exactly as jenna said consumers have been taught and um maybe we maybe even fabricated this in our own minds that um convenience is king right that's mm-hmm. that's the whole idea of um and it's money a, exactly it's it time is money okay first of all that whole time is money thing this is where the whole convenience comes from mm-hmm. right time is the currency of life that you cannot do anything about it you cannot buy it back the moment you mm-hmm. are born the first cry you do you cannot take that motherfucking cry back that oh, cry is dude. gone that is the that is the first and only first cry you will ever have in your entire life the second, Thank third, you. fourth, fifth cry don't matter no more, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like all of these things is like, convenience is king, and that's and that's the number one enemy. <laughs> the number one enemy of sustainability is convenience, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like tomorrow's Black Friday. Okay. You're gonna see a bunch of like this whole week. People have been buying, buying, buying. Either buying for Christmas, buying for themselves. Like they wanna, they wanna steal all these types of things. Like in in like an individual like mindset, that makes sense when you're living in a capitalistic world to capitalize on the opportunities you have. Right. That mm-hmm. is. That. And like again, I want to stress. That this is not by any means saying, like our our discussion here is saying like do not be sustainable. Sustainability is unrealistic. That is not true. It, we're just trying to emphasize that you cannot become sustainable overnight, right? Like it's it's something that has been built into you into however many years you have been alive. That 
all of these things will, um, like you need to consume these things in order to live a fulfilling life, mm-hmm. right? Like if you think about if you think about people's goals in life, right? You think about people's goals in life. You're not going to um, sit there and be like, well, uh, I'm gonna be okay with a. 300 foot square uh 300 square foot like apartment right you you, you're gonna have wants and needs you know if you want a family all these things right so that even in that sense that's not sustainable technically yeah it's not you having to move right but anyways fast fashion (laughs) sorry no continue what are you saying i was gonna say there's um um a movement going around in vancouver where um this organization is urging people to not have kids and adopt because uh, it's not sustainable to have kids. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, there you go. It ain't sustainable to have children. Do you still want them? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, just, go like, ahead. But yeah. like, okay, like yeah. fast fashion and sustainability, right? Like, I think like with all the research that I've done, like there's like probably like a couple of things that draw a bottom line in terms of fast fashion and sustainability. And it's that, the fashion industry or the apparel industry rather is the second biggest contributor to um uh affecting our environment climate change and that's after like big oil companies so mm-hmm. that in itself is pretty fucked up mm-hmm. right like we it's, i think it's it uh i think it was like something like 10 percent of the world's like uh issues with the environment right now comes from the apparel and like uh fast fashion industry mm-hmm. and that like when I heard that I was like that's pretty that's pretty messed up like I knew it was bad I just didn't think it was that bad oh yeah <laughs> you because, know what I mean and like because, all the industries I mean, Instagram. in the Instagram. yeah Instagram. there you go holy shit man those PR yeah. packages I didn't even think of that but that's fucked up that's so true like PR packages probably are the biggest waste ever you know you're oh, sending the, out a the sh- beauty blender one do you, do you remember the beauty blender one? Oh my god! Back? Yeah, the one that's that huge beauty blender. Yeah, like, like that. There was a big. huge beauty blender. It was like thirty pound beauty blender that yeah. like made out of beauty blender material. Like, what the hell yeah. are you gonna do with that? Right. Yeah, honestly, PR packages are great because if I was an influencer, I wouldn't get free shit. But also, if you think about it, PR packages are hella fucking wasteful. You got a cardboard box that's painted with probably some kind of paint that's not recyclable, and then inside there's a bunch of fucking plastic of like all the shades they give you all the shades and then use it to do a giveaway come on guys like yeah anyways keep going yeah like no it's okay no and, and that goes straight into it like that's that's part of the whole cycle right like the fashion industry works in a take make and waste model they take the resources they make them and then at, like and then when the consumer purchases it they waste it when was the last time like and i'm, I'm not talking to jazz just specifically i'm talking to everybody out there like when was the last time you guys have worn a shirt until it was literally like a little loincloth that you cannot put over your head anymore. Oh, that was like, like I feel, I feel like, I feel like the only time I have seen that is like my boyfriend's underwear. Sorry for exposing you. Like literally. No, but like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, (laughs) oops. I did not need to picture that. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like people out there, like socks, undergarments, those are the only things that people wear until there are holes in. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, let's just be real. Like, you're going to have a tiny little hole in your underwear and you're going to tell me you're going to throw that shit away. No, you're going to wear it. It's underneath your pants. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Where's your dong So it's like... 
Okay, it's not over there. Okay, it's not over there. I tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's a huge asshole. What the point is? What the what is the point of wearing underwear? Dude, you, dog you said you said he wears it to the point of a gaping hole. I don't know how big that hole is. <laughs> I don't want to know. Please don't. I bet you see a tiny hole. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so it's like like that's what I mean. When was it? When was the last time that you wore something until it was like you didn't need it anymore, right? And it's like. I don't, I don't even remember the last time, and this is me self-reflecting right now and critically mm-hmm. thinking, like, I don't remember the last time I actually uh, wore something until it was completely worn out. Even, like, my favorite t-shirt I've worn until it's gotten a lot thinner, you know, mm-hmm. it was a thick, heavyweight cotton t-shirt, loved that shit, organic cotton, mind you, mm-hmm. from Muji, don't know it if is. it's sustainable, but it's organic cotton, right? But it's like, I wore that shit till it was like thinning and it was a white one and I wore it until it was see-through and I was like, I don't, can't wear this no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you, you think of it that way and it's like you, you, you close your eyes and you look at your wardrobe and you notice that you have 50 t-shirts, 20 pairs of jeans, 13 pairs of shoes, and you don't need all of those things. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, that's what got me thinking or just even like sparks a thought in my brain where it's like, yeah. you don't think about where all this stuff goes after you purchase it. Yeah. Right. Like if you give it to Salvation Army, if you give it to like your Goodwill or like whatever, like your thrift store or whatever, like you secondhand it. Yeah. That's great. Cause that's a way that you are recycling your clothes. Yeah. However, thrifting. If, if that, yeah, thrifty, but however, if that clo- if that piece of clothing never gets picked up, it might end up in a landfill. Really? And like, yeah. And it's like, there's 4 billion pounds of textile waste in the world. Or like, I think only in America. And like only 15% of that is recycled. The rest of that, like the the 75% or 85% or whatever, is literally in landfills, like in the water. God damn. I was talking to one of my friends, like um, like catching with one of my friends like earlier this week, and she's pretty well versed in sustainability. And yeah. she was telling me that Canada was actually like in a bit of a like heated moment with the Philippines recently. Really? Because we were we were literally shipping our garbage and putting oh, it yeah, in the Philippines. Yeah, we were putting heard it in about the Philippines that. because we're just like, oh, it's easier to let them deal with it. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like that's messed up. And the Philippines is obviously like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right. And, well, like, I mean, like it's because it's like you said, it's like. Not like we know what. It's not like we want to spend the money to do it. Might as well spend it there. Yeah. The world works off of a business model where profits only profits are thought about. Because yeah, if you think about think of it this way, the average human lives for what like eighty eighty something years, eighty to ninety years, right? Like in those eighty to ninety years that you're living, when you're working and when you can get to a level where you don't care about sustainability, yeah, you're probably like halfway through your life right? Yep. You're like 40, 50. So like yep. when you're at that point, you just want to enjoy your life and just go like, yo, literally you only live once. Yeah. So you don't care. You're just like, fuck this. Like I'm going to, you know, buy all the fucking clothes I want to buy, buy all the bags I want to buy, like fly all my jets, like do all this shit. That's like not sustainable just because it's like, I want to experience everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's where like, I thought more about like when you're buying the things you want to buy, that's fine. Yeah. But the important thing is to remember is that buy the things that you love, but also love the things you buy. 
like love them to the point where you don't keep buying more you know what mm-hmm. I mean because like that's that's where fast fashion has gotten us where it's like things that are trendy things that you you like it makes sense because as humans we have been adorning our bodies with clothing jewelry makeup whatever you fucking call it like whatever you want for centuries yeah. centuries this is something that you can literally just be like hey uh, uh the best sustainability in this world if y'all really want to be sustainable is to be naked <laughs> i'm dead serious adam yeah. and eve go back go back all of my people who are heathens out there like literally adam and eve the story of adam and eve god created adam and eve in the garden of eden it was a beautiful place <laughs> the only rule that they had was don't eat an apple from a tree and they ate the apple and then they realized they were naked started covering themselves up with leaves if they covered themselves with leaves you take the leaves from a tree yeah you don't know if that tree gonna grow leaves again <laughs> that shit is not sustainable best way to be sustainable you stay naked you're naked baby oh take shit <laughs> no but like that's what I mean like and I, and I actually like I heard that from um, a TED talk that I was listening today and I was like that actually makes so much sense and there was a photo right after that said the number one most sustainable option is to be naked the second one is us and by us they meant to thrift right which which makes sense because you're buying pre-loved clothes mm-hmm. however for those who don't know that out there Compared to 1960, we have actually, and that this is like literally, how many years is that? 60 years ago, mm-hmm. right? 2020, yeah, 60 years ago, we actually purchased three times the amount of clothing that we need. So in 1960, yeah. I believe the average amount was 25 pieces of clothing in a year. And now we buy three times the amount of that, which is 75 times, 75 yeah, pieces of clothing per year. And it's like, Unless you are literally like wearing, a person. <laughs> holy shit! And that's what I'm saying. That's where this four billion pounds comes from. It's like, and this is just America. So you can um, imagine like the, the the sweatshops and the textile like places in like Bangladesh and in mm. um in Vietnam and China and all these places. Like how much they actually um produce. Yeah, I right? think, and it's like, yeah, and I think like. Even when you say all of that, I think for pe- for those who are listening right now, like you're probably thinking like, wow, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't have spent blah, blah, blah amount of money on all those like Black Friday gifts that I probably don't fucking need or not gifts, but like clothes or like, yeah, stuff. And then obviously you're buying all these gifts. Um, but I think like, if you think about it realistically, um, and I know Nat said earlier that she's not saying that it's unrealistic, but I think for me, I don't think it's realistic in a sense where like our entire lifestyle can be easily adjusted and shifted uh, based off of just hearing what we're saying and all of the TED Talks, the YouTube videos, the articles that you read, just because um, I think we're giving ourselves too much credit. Like, mm-hmm. I just, maybe, maybe call me, call me like, a negative Nancy or whatever you want. Um, but I think like humans are always going to be selfish. We always will think about our needs first. And for us to kind of revert everything to not revolve around ourselves is very hard. And that's why I think, you know, having these conversations are great just to let you check yourself. Let you really think about, do you need to be purchasing 
uh, like I said, do you need that water bottle the next day? Because having a water bottle the next day on top of the four other things you ordered means that it's going to be coming in four different packages from Amazon. Do you need it? You don't. But why do you do it? Because you can, right? And again, it's going back into like, because I can, because I'm selfish, because I'm thinking yeah. about myself. I want it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all been consuming the idea, like you said, of convenience so much that it doesn't matter if we need it or not. Half the shit that I buy or do, my boyfriend is always asking me, do you need it? Of course I don't, but I want it. And for me to, I, I say, I can say, personally, I think I have a decent amount of self-control when it comes to things. I think I have a good amount. Not saying I'm the best, not saying I'm the worst, but even so for someone who's just like, okay at self-control, and I can barely control stuff that I don't need half the time. Imagine speaking to the world where people have zero self-control, right? We've dealt with it as when we were working in retail, talking to shopaholics, talking to people that come here and drop a couple grand in a month. Um, I know. Yeah, and also people who do have a lot of self-control, like I think at the end of the day, they'll probably be doing something that they shouldn't be doing or they shouldn't, quote, shouldn't. And, um, you know, that goes into like what Nat said, to really be sustainable, like 100% sustainable, you just don't like clothes. But um, don't also, clothes, don't drink coffee, don't eat chocolate. I, the list goes on, right? Yeah. Like if you want to be truly sustainable in every faction of your life, you have to understand that that's actually not realistic. Yes, but I think that if you are someone who is very passionate, and you know there are many, 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 many people out there who live zero waste lifestyles who dedicate their totally. life into studying yeah. like. Um, how to be more socially conscious, how to do more things so that we're more environmentally friendly, how to reduce our footprint because one footprint is still another footprint, you know? It's it's better than none. True. And I've met someone who actually lives a zero-waste lifestyle. And honestly, like, it's, it's inspiring to see how much of a dedication she has to, totally. make, to, to, to making sure her footprint is, like, the size of, like, like a toenail she is like I've met her like only a couple times and how I see her living her lifestyle is very inconvenient in our terms because we are so used to the standard being convenient she does not own a car she does not drive she only takes the bus or she walks if she had if she lives in delta and she needs to go all the way to Langley she will bus because driving a car is not eco-friendly, right? Because I'm not going to go into that. But um, all her clothes are completely thrifted. None of them she buys. And if she, and if someone does buy her something that's brand new, I think she will just. I think she said she just wears it forever, or she gives it away to someone else who needs it. So, and like all her groceries, she goes to like one of the grocery markets that are like. Um, you bring your own bins and stuff like that you know yeah. the bulk the bulk stuff yeah, yeah yeah like a like a zero waste a zero waste grocery store which yeah, are great so, i've exactly. been inside one of them and it's so foreign to me there's nothing in there besides food yes because the you're packaging. so there's no packaging. To, yeah because you're so used to brand right having the brand label yes no exactly. you, you spoon pasta into your bag your own exactly. bag. so like she does that and like 
every meal that she makes, if it's not grown from her garden, it, it's like, like she gets the ingredients to make it by like from scratch. Like everything that she eats are simple meals that are made from scratch. And like, I think the only thing that's like not sustainable is like, I guess like the place she lives in, in a sense where like, I mean, she can't really control the usage of that, but like she reduces like, you know, the amount of water she uses, the electricity uses. And like she has a partner that fully supports her and does the same with her. But as someone who lives a quote standard normal lifestyle, from my perspective, it is a very, very inconvenient and hard lifestyle because it's not the norm. It's not as accessible. It's not as affordable. Yeah. It's not as convenient. The amount of time she spends making an effort to be socially conscious takes up so much time and effort. And honestly, kudos to her. Then. That's why I'm saying it's very inspiring to look at her. She 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 goes right. She goes around in like a canvas a canvas tote um carry-ons like to pack to go packing lunch boxes a thermos a water bottle everything like she is ready to go and that's why I said from the previous episode like for me to even remember to bring a fucking reusable coffee cup is so hard not because like oh my god like I woke up late and it was like so hard it was okay it's literally just like <laughs> you don't remember you're so used to consuming this lifestyle and it sucks right and that's why I think like you know, when Matt's pointing out these facts and seeing all these things that, you know, we're doing and contributing to the amount of waste on this planet, it's like you really think about it and you're like, wow, like 100%, like you were probably a part of that fucking shithole. Yeah, exactly. But it's, but it's like, you know, now you know about it. What are you going to do to educate yourself more, to provide more understanding on how you can make small little steps, right? Like I said, eat less meat. Uh, walk around with like a water bottle that you can just refill instead of buying a water bottle it's not only like saving you money it's also like good for the environment right but it's like these small little things you can do and there's a lot of articles a lot of things out there that like teach us right yep and I think like yeah like I don't know like for me that's why I like we started this podcast honestly is because we have all these thoughts that we're always thinking of and like we only tell each other and we're like, well, maybe like, why don't we share it with the world? Like who, who cares what they think? Like, at least we're talking about it because if, if we know about this and we realize that not a lot of people know about it, at least we've brought it into their world to think about. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, we're not like this, the, the whole point of this podcast is not to say that we're like, at the end of it, each episode is not to say, oh, our opinions are correct, we are right, you are wrong, or we're not sitting here like, every Thursday night recording multiple episodes just to let you guys know that like, these are our opinions and shove them down your throat. It's a conversation. And this is why like, we're extending our um, discussion on sustainability, mm-hmm. because a we believe that it deserves like we didn't do it justice in the first one, because again, it was a clusterfuck and was all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Two, we got some really good feedback from someone who is very like passionate about sustainability, and they're just like, "Hey, like, I wouldn't say they're passionate. I would say more so, like, I would say more so. Maybe from our previous episode, it was a little bit more of a clusterfuck, like you said. So I think the message might have gone lost, and it was um, yeah, okay. misinterpreted. So I think, um, but yes, the feedback was to let us know that um, we could definitely do more about this topic. 
Um, and I think actually that was when she was saying how she was catching up with her friend. Um, she studies a master's, right? In uh, yeah, I think um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what she does just yet. Uh, but she is very educated. I will let her introduce herself uh, in our next episode. Um, but she is at least I think uh, very educated and actually very worldly with a lot of things. She's mm-hmm. very uh, eloquent uh, and well read. So. Um, in our next episode, we will be having someone who uh, is more well-versed and educated uh, in this topic. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. But And I yeah, think like you already spoiled it when saying I let her speak in the next episode. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I can do the announcement. Okay, why don't you do the announcement? <laughs> so in our next episode, <laughs> we're going to be having a special guest. Uh-huh. Yeah, but... Stay tuned, okay? Follow us on Instagram for that. Anyways, um, <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, the the more and more I was, like, you know, watching videos, <clears throat> reading articles, and just, like, self-reflecting. And actually, my closet is, like, an open closet. So I'm looking at all my clothes as I'm listening to all of these, like, people talk about sustainable fashion and running a business and all these types of things. And I'm like, well, there's uh, one, two, three, four shirts I don't really wear anymore, but I keep them because I might. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I have all these clothes, but I have nothing to wear. Yep. Right? Like, it's, it's like, what the fuck? You have something to wear. It's just not what you want to wear. Yep. Right? It's it's, it's those things where you just t- sit down and just, like, have a conversation with yourself. And, again... I can't stop reiterating this. It's not to say stop buying things. It's just try to buy less, right? Think about whether or not, like, say if you really want a gray sweatshirt and you don't have a gray sweatshirt, right? But you have 50 black ones. And I always go back to this. Maybe give away some of the black ones before you get a gray one. Or try to ask somebody to give you a gray one or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like... Don't just automatically go to consuming more right away. Even though we've been taught that, I know it's difficult. And at the end yeah. of the day, any of these talks that we have about any any type of social, political, economical issue in this world that affects mm-hmm. us all as humans, mm-hmm. it's it all boils down to your your values, right? Like whether or not somebody truly cares about this, that's all that really matters. If you are open enough to think and talk and, you know, discuss about something then you're ready you're you're already like trying to make an effort to do something and I'm not saying stop there mm-hmm. it's just like it's all about your values if I was talking to like if say if Janice didn't give a fuck about sustainability and I was like hey look at fast fashion like it really sucks truly it does like mm-hmm. and it sucks that we're stuck in this model because you know the world is vain and we all want to look cute and all these things and then Janice just said, I don't give a fuck about that. YOLO swaggity swoot. Like, I only live for 80 years. I'm going to look sexy every day. I'm going to buy, like, I'm not, I'm never going to wear the same thing, like, twice. You can, you'll never catch me with the same Louis Vuitton bag. And it's like, that. not only is that not sustainable for the world, honey, that is not sustainable for your wallet. Like, <laughs> but honestly, right? so if I was able like, to spend like that, I think I could just, I think I could spend anything. There rich. you go. Yeah, you'd be rich, rich, and maybe who knows? Maybe you want to open your own sustainability, like sustainable factory. You mm-hmm. know, like truly sustainable factory, right? Yeah. So that was a very like got it got kind of dark. It got kind of blamey because I was like, all of these things are happening, and it's all because of us, and da 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 da. But and you know what? That's like really good to that you're aware of that because I think a lot of people gatekeep issues 
instead of informing and educating and leaving the door open. Like I, when we get into race and media, that is, that is alert. So when we get there, you'll understand what I mean in terms of like how the way you express yourself and how you want to educate others is very important. And that's way more important than just trying to like say something to get something out there because you become a gatekeeper of a topic that first of all, like you don't own, you don't know everything about. If you want others to learn, you need to inspire others to learn. You need to leave an open door. You need to be able to have an open conversation where you're not shaming and shunning people, right? Like, totally. you know, I'm like, I'm saying like, sometimes I go to Matt and I'm like, you know, like, oh, like maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. Instead of being like, you know, like, wow, like you shouldn't do that. Like you're so bad. Like, yeah. who, who's that going to fucking help? Okay. And that's not yeah. the point of what we're trying to do either. We're not trying to be like, we have 4 billion uh, waste of what what do you say fabric waste yeah like four billion pounds of textile waste yeah what the fuck are you doing huh you sitting there spending money on black friday get your ass up and do something for the world that's not what yeah. we're saying <laughs> okay what we're trying to say is that is a fact and that's happening what do you want to do about it we're telling yeah. you this is what this is what we know this is what we found out but this is not all that we know and this is not all that we found out what are you going to do to educate yourself or make more of a conscious effort to do something? Because I'm not your mama. I can't hold a gun to your head. Or I ain't your mama. Yeah. And be like, hey, when the fuck are you going to do something, huh? Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to control. I'm not going to tell you what you can't or what, sir, what you should do. Because no matter what I say, if you don't fucking give a shit about it, it's not going to matter. So for all of you out here all listening. All the values. Yes. For all of you out there listening to our podcast, which is, I don't even know how many, it's probably just our goals friends for now. Um, <laughs> we hope you take something from each and every episode that we talk about is that we are sharing from personal experiences and what we personally know and understand. We don't know everything, but that's why we always encourage you to give us feedback. And that's why, mm-hmm. so we can address these things and we can continue to talk about it further because two of us don't equal the world we want to do more research and learn more things that's literally what we studied on we thrive on that okay research man that's where it all is and this is the perfect example of the reason why we started this podcast we get the feedback we have the conversation things have come full circle and i could not be more glad but Mm. off just bouncing off janice's point what we can do after we know the facts, right? Just like small things that you can do, right? The number one thing that I would recommend, and this is like something that I've thought about, like when, when after I did all my research, it's just like exactly what Janice said. She hit the nail on the head. Just stay curious and stay involved, right? Oh Be God, curious stay all the, the time. Fuck curious. You know that's yeah, my stay curious. Uh, that's my email um, uh, signature. My signature. Curiosity enthusiast. Yeah, there you go. Like, stay curious. Like, always just be like, hey, like, wonder what, wonder where this goes. Hey, wonder how that's made. You know, like, you, you never know, right? And then when you know, you know, right? Yeah. And stay involved. Always stay involved. So yeah. keep educating yourself. Keep asking, like, keep having conversations with your friends. Have conversation, conversations, oh, my God, with your family. Um, don't or just, like, you know, and don't shame. Yeah, don't shame. Like, that's, like, 
where, where what does that do like if i was like oh my god janice i can't believe you tied your hair back today uh oh. you look so ugly like that and it's like dude <sighs> how is that productive like okay she doesn't but <laughs> know, like know, what is that gonna what is that gonna do how is that productive right the second thing that i would recommend is that um i don't know how many of you guys out there look at your uh fabric tags when you buy clothes i do all the time because i always I get it get until now for my buck I always want to do it for the bang for my buck. So I want to make sure that I'm getting, and this is, I don't know why I do this. Like I, I've been doing this since like day one of shopping. Like I just look at the tag and I'm like, if there's polyester on it, it's not worth it. And I, and I saw that as like a money, like consume, like consumer behavior. That's my consumer behavior. But it's didn't you say that cotton, but didn't you say cotton is actually. Cotton is king. But cotton you say cotton king. is. Cotton has pesticides. Yes. So, yeah. so a couple of things. Cotton used, obviously, like before polyester was created, was king. It was almost all clothes were made out of cotton and natural fiber materials like cotton, uh, wool, cashmere, like all the types of things came, comes from like natural, naturally occurring things you can plant and, you know, sheep and shit, right? <laughs> sheep so, and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And like, the thing is that those things will um, eventually what is it called? Like die down or like it'll wear mm-hmm. and kind of dissipate for the most part. Not completely. They are fibers, so they won't completely go away, but for the most part, they're not as horrible for the environment. However, once polyester was made, polyester is actually made up of tiny microbes of plastic. So when you're buying recycled clothing, you're actually buying clothes, uh, sorry, recycled clothes that's not like, nat- like natural fibers. Um, you're actually yeah. buying recycled like water bottles. Essentially, people take water bottles and make it into clothes. They create polyester to make clothes, which is in, in like when you're looking at it at first, it's it's great because you're recycling the water bottles, right? But then when you wear the clothes and then you wash the clothes or the clothes mm-hmm. go into the ocean, when mm-hmm. they disintegrate, they become plastic again. Mm-hmm. And then back to my fish analogy, the fish eat the plastic and who consumes the, who consumes the fish? Other fish and then we eat the fish, right? And that not only do the, does it affect fish it affects the entire ecosystem that is the ocean mm-hmm. and then the piles of clothing back to my uh canada philippines issue now canada has to waste resources to dump all of its shit in a third world country because it's cheaper to deal with there right it's like and this is where the everything comes in full circle is that you buy the shirt for 25 dollars. it's cheap to the consumer eye mm-hmm it's cheap in the business model when the cost of making that shirt is probably three dollars. Mm-hmm. Your margin is whatever that percentage is between three and twenty-five. I'm not about to do math right now, right? And then that's the end of it. After the consumer purchases it, regular consumer behavior is not going to be like let me wear until it tears. It's going to be let me wear and discard because mm-hmm. I cannot be seen wearing something from two thousand and two, and it's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? And it's like. I, I think I read somewhere that it actually takes like over a hundred years for uh, uh, pieces of clothing to fully dissolve. Okay. Like it's like something abs- absurd like that. So but that was plastic. When, maybe, maybe that's polyester. I don't know. Hmm. But what I'm trying to say is that try your best to look at the fabric tags and do your own research. Like try to look at them and be like, okay, if there's polyester in it, now that I know polyester is actually horrible for the environment, let me try to find an alternative. 
You can yeah. you see what I mean? You can still buy what you want, but just try to look for something that's a little bit better for the environment. Take those small steps, you know? Be the one or two people that take your foot off the gas pedal a little bit. You know? Like, that way mm-hmm. we're not headed, like, straight into the ditch, and maybe we can stall and have a little bit more time, but, like, the more you kind of, like, quote, stall, and you keep curious and you stay involved, mm-hmm. you might fully let your foot off the gas eventually, and try to live a more sustainable life, yeah. as sustainable as you want it to be. Because again, it's your values and no shame, right? Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. So try to buy non-poly items, right? The best is probably raw organic cotton because that's grown without pesticides. Cotton itself is actually grown with pesticides. So, mm. or it's sprayed with pesticides so that like obviously pests don't get on it and you get like, quote the best cotton or like the best yield of cotton so it's like you buy the shirt maybe it's dyed with something that's not ethical and it's chemical dye you wash the shirt the chemicals also go into the ocean everything circles back to the ocean and what is one of the five things we need in in life water there's a basic need my assholes so <laughs> she <laughs> um yeah, it's a basic need. So like, it's just it's just these things that you think about. Like, obviously, I knew, like, I was aware that, you know, I don't wear all my clothes all the time, but I wasn't aware of like the actual effect that it has in the long run. And that's the thing. Sustainability, when, when you want to live a sustainable life, you're in it for the long run. Yeah. Right? And also, you, sustainability, recycle, being sustainable is not pretty. It's you know not. I mean? That's what I'm saying. You don't like, get that aesthetic all the time. Selfish in tangent. I people, yeah exactly and it's like you, you need good? to become <laughs> you want to wear that eyeliner you want to get those eyelash extensions like that's just not sustainable you know what I mean it's like yeah it's those types of things and then the third thing that I have is consume smarter right smarter in the sense where um whether it be consuming less whether it be finding alternatives whether it be what Jana said Try to consume a little bit less meat and have some plant-based meals sometimes. Try to find some alternatives. You'll never know. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll you'll end up liking it. And again, if you don't want to do it, I can't say anything about that. There's no point in me saying anything because you don't want to do it. It's not going to change anything, right? Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this and you already made your decision, that decision was made. And it's not my decision, so I'm not going to do anything about that. But we hope you take what we said. Yeah, of course. A little shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so if you take what we said, think about it, and what do you want to do about it? You know, I always say this to all my friends: is you she know, says it to me every day. So you, you make mistakes. No, I say <laughs> I'm saying you made a mistake. So now learn from your mistake. But learning yeah. from your mistake doesn't mean like, okay, if I done, I'm sorry. It's okay, I fucked up. I'm sorry. How am I gonna not let this happen again? What am I gonna do to make sure this doesn't happen again? What is my commitment to this? What am I responsible for? How am I going to make it happen? Aren't you guys think so about glad? all those things. Aren't you guys so glad that you're not Genesis' children? I would cry if I was Genesis' child. If I, like, accidentally dropped some like some food on the floor and she was like, you made a mistake. You said you were sorry about it. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do next time? Mm-hmm. Are you going to drop the food? That's what I fucking thought. Like, yes, <laughs> you that's imagine? exactly what I'm doing with my kid. I'd be like, you dropped it. Why did you drop it? You know why? Because you were running I'm around. Sorry. You were running around. You were running around you with your that. food when I said not to do that. And oh, then what me? happened? You dropped the food. Who's going to clean it up? Who's gonna clean it? I'm going to clean it up. You know how I'm going to clean it up? I'm going to have to take a paper towel and clean that up. That is not 
sustainable, child. Paper towels are not sustainable. Do you know how many trees are cut down for this roll of bounty? I don't think you know. This exactly. child's like three all months because, old. Exactly. All because you ran around with your fucking little nugget. You didn't listen to me. Goddamn, three months and you feeding the nuggets already? Shit. But anyway, like, do you, do you see, like, do you, I hope you guys see the intention uh, behind these conversations that we're trying to have. And it's like, again, we're trying to keep a free-flowing, envi- safe environment where people with differing opinions on things and different values can come together so we can all become more well-versed in the, all, in the different perspectives of the world on anything, truly. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like... Yeah, and like you know what that like that's that's all I have to say. Just remember, y'all that's buy the, the things tea. you love. That's the fucking tea, sis. That's the sustainability. Ooh, I outdid myself. I outdid myself there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that for the post. I'm gonna put that for the post. That's sustainability. That's sustainability. But yeah, again, if you guys take one thing from this, buy the things you love, but love the things you buy. All and right. And also, and also, um. Oh god, I forgot. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. I'm okay. I meant I was I ready meant, for that. I know. <laughs> fuck. I'm I was like so caught up in like, oh my god, it's gonna be me. I have to say something. Um fuck. <laughs> uh what I meant to say was that um again, we're not here to gatekeep and we're not here to say like what I'm saying is not realistic. I'm not trying to say like Anything you do at this point doesn't fucking matter. You're going to 100 miles per hour if you go backwards. It's not worth it. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. But I'm telling you the truth. That ain't going to happen overnight. But if you can do your part into trying to make a little bit of something happen or just yourself, your own footprint, your own needs can be um, adjusted to not be wasteful, go do that. But what I'm saying is uh, we're not here to say that like if you don't do this, the world will be in shambles because of you solely you i'm just saying that the amount of damage the world has done at this point it's pretty much irreversible but it doesn't mean that we can make it less irreversible okay so do whatever you need do like what did that say consume smart i was going to say smart consume but consume smart (laughs) do the consume smart all right do the consume smart y'all that's the sustainability right. for the day. Ooh. And, Ooh. Um, All right. We'll catch us next week for with? part three with a special guest. And also, uh, if you haven't done so yet, give us a follow on Instagram at Reduce Reuse Repose Podcast. And also give us a follow on Spotify for our podcast to be updated. And also for Apple Music, give us a review if you like this podcast. If you have some <laughs> feedback, let us know in our DMs. I'm Oh yeah. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey humans, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>